Are you listening? Damn. All right, everybody. Welcome to Red Card, where we are here to shake and bake Ricky Bobby. I mean, sorry. We were just watching the most beautiful movie of all time. Talladega Nights. I mean. It's a classic. Top 10, top 10 NASCAR movie of all time, I'd say. Is there even a top 10 NASCAR movie? You know, I'm sure there have been 10 NASCAR movies, but I'm not going to get into semantics with you. If there's only nine, it's still top ten. I have no interest in finding out the other no. top nine NASCAR movies. We're fine. What we do have interest in is figuring out what the heck is going on in soccer around the world. Because we have taken... You mean football. Uh, football, whatever. Football. Um, we have taken the international break with the rest of... <laughs> oh, man, that killed me. Yeah, we've we've Whew. taken the international break. Um, that two-week window of, like, of, an inter- of an international break is, like, pure torture. No, it's devastating. Like, I don't... I want to watch the club weekend football. comes or like the middle of the week comes for Europa League and you're like, oh, nothing's on. Nothing's on. <laughs> no, and like Atleti hasn't played in two weeks and I was worried they'd come back a little, little off, but they didn't. Right. They just, it's fine. Whatever. Big mm-hmm. deal. It finally beat Barcelona. It took 18 tries. You know who's good at coming back from long breaks of good club football? Um, nope. Zlatan. Oh. Everybody thought he was washed up, and now you look at Syria, <laughs> and goat. he is in the lead of the Golden Boot for Italy. Thirty-nine I, years young, I aging mean, like a fine wine. He is amazing, and he—he's more athletic. I mean, he might not be more athletic, but he's just as athletic as he was when he's playing in MLS. I mean, talk crap on Syria all you want, but at the same time, he went from England, the best league, at an old age, debatable, to MLS. Which not I'm the best league. Not even say anything there. Yeah, we don't. And have to then hopped that. over back to a top five European league. Right, right. And two years older, and he's that leading that league, which also has another ancient man in second place, Ronaldo. Oh. So Zlatan's had ten goals in six games, including a brace in his most recent game today. Today they against beat, Napoli. Uh, Who they beat? Oh, Napoli. Napoli. Yeah, that was a at Napoli. Game. It was their first win at Napoli. AC Milan's first win in Napoli. Ten years. Yep, in a decade. Oh yeah, and Ronaldo, he has got eight eight goals in five games, which is still incredible. I mean, yeah, he missed. Well, Zlatan has he played in all the league games? I'm not quite sure. Um, I know I don't either. think they've played more than ten games because Ronaldo yeah. missed. Uh, Ronaldo missed COVID. three games, I think. Well, I mean, they've got tw- so here's here's the standings in AC Milan while Spencer pulls up um, Zlatan. So you got AC Milan in first with 20 points. Sassuolo in second, which everybody saw coming, with 18 points. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Roma in third with 17 points, and Juve in fourth with 16 points. Inter Milan's got that Europa League spot in five. Right. And um, uh, Inter Milan is unbeaten in, uh, in sorry, I almost said La Liga, in Serie A play. No, AC Milan. You said Inter. I said Inter Milan? Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Gosh, AC your, Milan. Get your Milans right. My, my Milanese. Um, so they have played eight games in Serie A. So Ronaldo has missed three, but still has eight goals. And Zlatan has missed two, but still has ten. Yeah, it is ridiculous. So I don't know what that says about the state of Serie A. When your top two goal scorers are 39 and 35? 35. But, but if you want to talk goal scoring... There's some really just weird, ugly kid 
that's out there oh, in the that's Bundesliga. That's so mean. I mean, he is one of the most electric players He's to watch. He's not a good-looking fellow. Man. I mean, and FIFA doesn't do him any justice either. No, I mean, holy do. cow. He glows on the, on the screen. But um, Erling Holland is who we're talking oh, about. Oh, my goodness. And he had... Who is this guy? I mean, what happened? I mean, what happened? I mean, he is coming out, and he's electric. He's got 23 goals in 22 games. Um, he just was named Golden Boy for last season. And in his most recent game... By the way, Golden Boy is the best young player in Europe. Right. Um, in his most recent game, he scored four goals, which is a hat trick and a third. Yeah. Um, four goals and a 5-2 win over Hertha Berlin. So he has 31 goals in 30 games overall with Dortmund and 23 in 22 league games, which is the new Bundesliga record. He's also the youngest player ever to score four goals in a single Bundesliga match now. And what else can we add to this list here? Only the fifth Dortmund player to score four or more in a single game. Wow. So, yep. Historic. And how I old mean, is he? He's, uh, oh, he's not very old. I want to well, say, say he's 19. Oh, my gosh. He's 20? Are you kidding me? Oh, goodness. Oh, my gosh. Wow, we are losers. Anyways, <laughs> um, in <laughs> other news. him in our basement. Another news. I feel great about myself. <laughs> Bayern or not Bayern? I'm sorry. Who did Yusefa? Who did Yusefa de- debut for? Oh yeah. Um, give me one sec. His, I'm okay. His, his name is a bit. Uh, complex. Yeah, it, it is. It is difficult it to d- figure it, out. Yusuofa Mwokoko. Mwokoko. Yeah. It is a hard name. Dude is 16 and one day old. Yeah, and um, he also youngest- debuted player to not just play for Dortmund, but to play in the history of the German Bundesliga, beating the previous record by an entire 11 months. The man is 16. The, you can't even say man. Legally, he's not even a man. He he's can't a, even drink he's a alcohol. child. And he could kick the crap out of me. I mean, he's never going to hear this, and if he does, I mean, I hope the best for him. But If he does, I hope he comes and kicks you just so I can see a 16-year-old beat you up. I mean, I would love to be beaten up by a 16-year-old right now. But, I mean, Dortmund... It, Here's my problem. If they just trade away all these young guys like they do every time they get a decent player, and they don't just trade them away, Bayern just comes and poaches them. Yeah, well, Dortmund lets them. Yeah, Dortmund. Dortmund's like, okay, we'll take your fat wad of cash for, you know, whoever. Right. Lewandowski. That's right. where Lewandowski came from. Because I could, I could see some sort of, like, La Liga interplay coming in. Like, you know, in La Liga, you've got the best two teams and then a solid third team, which is really good and should be more appreciated. But... Um, in Bundesliga, you've got Bayern, and then and a Dortmund's big gap. good every year. It's just they're always second, right? It's like Atleti; they're always third. Yeah, with an occasional second no, or they're first. They're always in there. they're always third. Uh, they've they've got more league titles in the last decade than Tottenham has in the last sixty years. Anyways, uh, I have to I have to <laughs> humble him every now and again, remind him that his team doesn't win trophies very often. We still, but we'll get to that. Neither later. of us have Champions League titles still, so I can't hear you. I have headphones on. Um, so Bayern's lead is closing on the Bundesliga. And if, yeah, what happened there? Don't Um, know. Don't know. But if Dortmund lets its young players go over to Bayern, then the league's going to go right back up and they're never going to ever be competitive right now is their best chance to try to take a league title. Uh, that'd be so weird. I am only ever used to watching the same team win the Bundesliga. I'm not comfortable with somebody else being on top. Right. So our current standings go Bayern in first with 19 points. Dortmund in second with 18, 
Leverkusen also hey. in third with 18, and Leipzig with 17. Ooh, this is the closest race. Bundesliga we've seen in a while. And granted, it's uh, early, but... Yeah, it's it's super early. Like, no need to yeah, we're, get too excited yet. Yeah, we're, we're approaching we we're barely wait. a quarter of the way over. Give it a handful of games, and Bayern will be up like 10 points, and we'll just be like, oh, season over. Right, but it once... Happens every year. Once Yosufa turns 20, I mean... So, Bayern was held to a draw. How about that? Yeah, that was... By? Remember who it was by? I do. Who was it by? Warder Bremen. Oh, no. Our, our American man, Josh Sargent. Josh Sargent on the first it goal. And oh, it was a brilliant was goal game. as well. Yeah. I mean, in-the-box play from Josh Sargent. I just hope he can carry that over. That's a hard name to say, by the way. Josh Sargent. Because you're going from the SH to the S there. It doesn't really work. Okay. Interesting. That's my soccer I'm so proud analysis. Of that. As an American, getting to see the youngins play and destroy. Yeah, I mean, you've got another... It's so much better than watching them play in MLS and just toil and yeah. trash. Yeah, because they don't even play that well in MLS either. It makes no sense. It makes me wonder, honestly, though, like, Serginho Dest or Christian Pulisic, if they came to MLS, if they would just literally humiliate the entirety of the league in, like, five minutes. Yeah, or they'd play to their competition. I don't Ooh. know. Yeah, that'd be bad. Because these guys, these guys are learning from some of the best around, so maybe taking them away from that level of competition and that level of motivation would incentivize them to not put so much effort into things. I mean, they could probably be top five goal scorers. If I was them, but... uh, the coach of U.S. soccer, I would tell them, you're never coming back to MLS if you're on my team. Uh-huh. You have to stay in Europe. That's it. Over. Yep. Yeah, I'm They can totally come when they're you. like 40. That's fine. Yeah, but you know where they should go, right? No. La Liga. Follow Conrad De La Fuente's brilliant example. Who's that other guy? Serginho Dest? Nope. The other one. Um, The one that plays for uh, Valencia. I have no idea. I could. I don't remember what his name is, but he's 17 and he just started for the U.S. men. Wow. Against Panama. Looks like we know our stuff. We're great. Yeah, there's a lot. There's you know a lot. There's a lot of new players, and they're all mm-hmm. young, and I don't know who they are because, well, they're all five yeah, years younger than I am. Players. It's embarrassing. Again, mm-hmm. we're just here being pathetic, talking right. about um, a bunch of people who are three, four, sometimes five years younger than us. Just or in the case of that one kid from uh, Dortmund. Like six years younger. Six whole years younger than us. So that's freaking awesome. I mean, I think back on what I was doing at 16, and it was eating cereal in Spencer's house while playing FIFA. Yeah, I was doing absolutely nothing worthwhile. So No, nothing. Like, nothing of value have we contributed. And these guys, are, these guys are doing amazing things. So La Liga, um, I'm going to just skip right over that top no, one. No, We also see that is at the top of the table. That's true. That don't make no sense. They have 23 points. Atleti is second. Uh, Villarreal mm. is third, Real Madrid fourth. Shocker, Barca is in twelfth. It's beautiful. So it won't here, hold, here's what Spencer cool wanted to lasts. skip over. I made sure to put it at the top of the notes for La Liga, but Atleti, my beloved Atletico Madrid, triumphed over a extremely bad Barca. But you know what? I'll take it. It's the first victory Diego Simeone's ever had. Um, yeah, over Barca. that's the problem. Hey, don't worry about it, They're bro. It took eighteen games. Yeah, eighteen games. I told you earlier. That's like I'm wearing 10 years worth of games. Hear you? I can't. I, you're you're gonna have to speak or text me later. I, How I, long I has understand. Diego Simeone been at Atleti? I think twelve years. 
No, maybe maybe less. Maybe less. All right, now I got to know because that is a horrendous yeah, record. I think he got there in 2012. But cuz he won them the title in 2014. Yeah, he won them the league title the last time they won a league title. Yep, which was actually Whoa, this century. 50? Yeah, he doesn't look it, but he No, no, he old. looks 50, but Yeah, he got he got there in 2011. It looks what? like Oh, yep, 2011. Dang. Yep. Guy's been at the same club for almost a decade and has one win against Barcelona. He should have been fired years ago. No, he's he's. This has been the best athletic manager we've what had. Are you in talking a while. about just like, just what, dude? Just like not too long ago, you were like, they they don't play any offense. Well, just, okay, he's they just, he's they proved... just play defense. I, I can't. Okay, handle it. no, here was the problem. Here's the problem. There's no forward play. It's not that there wasn't any offense. Is that the offensive side of the ball wasn't being incentivized? The Diego Simeone was like. All right, everybody, I'm going to have our strikers play as midfielders and our midfielders play as defenders and our defenders are going to play as extra deep defenders and our goalkeeper is going to be just this monolith of a man that can block everything. You didn't like that? I mean, I liked it, but we didn't win very many games against high attacking teams because even if they snuck one in there against us. <laughs> one, yeah, it was like at the point where one goal is like, oh, we lost. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, if you go down 1-0, it's like a nail in the coffin. But now we've seen excellent forward play and – um, Diego has talked about how he's been pushing more for the for Jao Felix and um, Alvaro Morata. Not Morata. I'm sorry. I'm so accustomed to saying Morata. Um, I don't know. I don't watch Atleti. <laughs> no, it is Jao Felix and oh my gosh, I can't think of his name. He oh, bit Jao somebody. Felix, that guy that everyone's like, oh, he's supposed to be the next no, Christian who came Pulisic over from Barcelona. I mean, not Christian Pulisic. Wow, that was he's supposed to be the. My goodness, we suck at names today. <laughs> he's supposed to be the so, next Cristiano Ronaldo for Portugal, which is a funny, funny joke. Look, man, they're not going to have another player like Ronaldo ever again. He's literally the GOAT. It's like saying, well, oh, yeah, well, Derrick Rose is supposed to be the next oh, Michael man. Jordan. Well, you really killed that. You killed the vibe right there. Yeah, we don't like to talk about D-Rose. R.I.P. Derrick Rose's knees, bro. Anyways. He's one of my favorite players of all time. But that's a basketball topic right? a soccer so, podcast. Right. Back to Atletico, because this is important. I mean, yes, Barcelona was very injured. PK got hurt in the middle of the game. Ansu Fati tore his meniscus earlier this season. Um, Busquets was also out, and so was Coutinho. I hate that excuse, by the way, when people are like, well, they were injured. But yeah, okay. Barcelona's... They're one of the, te- the deepest teams in the world. Exactly. Prime me exactly. freaking river. Like, give me a break. In some sports, you can, you can claim injuries more than others. In basketball, particularly, one player can make a huge difference. In soccer, particularly when you have such a deep club as Barcelona, there should be no excuse for you to be like, oh, injuries. That's, that's the issue, though, like... I don't know what their problem is, but they're being stupid with their signings, and they're not having—they're not shoring up a very deep bench there. No. So, so Atleti won one zero. Okay. Um, which isn't exactly a dominating win, but hey, I'll take it. They barely won. Someone go watch if you want to go watch the highlights. They literally won because the Barca goalkeeper was as dumb as dumb gets. Yep, he came clear out of his out of the, off his line and out of the box, and um. They snuck one in under him, and that was it. So, But, hey, they're in second, so that's good. Yeah, they are in second, and they've only allowed two goals in La Liga play. I Messi shot the earlier. ball like five or six times in no avail. Didn't I guess that? You were like, guess yeah. how many they've scored, and I just threw out a random number, and you're like, actually, that was right. Yeah, no, they've only allowed two goals. In seven? In eight? Eight. Eight games. Eight games? Yep, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. That's pretty good. So – 
like we mentioned earlier, Real Sociedad is at the top, and I I could stay on Atletico this whole time. Sociedad. But this merits some some conversation. Um, it's not this guy. Hold. They have a twenty three year old K, okay? which if you want to make us feel bad again, we're supposed to be this guy next year. I don't know. Nope. Michael Oyar Oyarzabal. I have no know. idea how to say that, but there we go. He's La Liga's top goal scorer. Okay, he's got six goals in ten matches. Dang, freaking La Liga over here! These guys don't know how to score goals. No, no, very, very low scoring you year got, from La you Liga. You got a ten goal uh, leader in Serie A in six games. The and Premier League's top goal scorer has ten goals in eight games. Yep, man, really faltering offensively in La Liga this year. I see. Um, yeah, it's just really strange. La Liga is usually the league that is. Uh, Heavy on scoring, at least from individuals. But um, last year, this Michael guy, he only scored 10 goals in 35 matches played. Huh. So he's really taken his nationality. He's Spanish. Is he really? He is Spanish. Did he play for Spain? He is on the Spain. He was on the Spain under-21 team. Now he's on the national team this year. But it is really strange. Yeah. I mean, nobody saw him coming. He's, He's been a random development. Um, and he is the reason for Real Sociedad's success, along with a stout defense. But, hmm. yeah, kind of strange. Yeah. Villarreal being in third is also strange, but I don't even know what to attribute that to. They don't have any standout stats, people. They don't have any games where you're like, oh, my gosh, what a blowout victory. It's just been, wow, well, yeah, they drew there. Oh, they won there. Oh. All right, I do have a random question about this guy now. What's the question? What on earth is this? What on earth is what? The Basque Country representative oh. football team. Basque Country is the north of Spain. It's the central north part of Spain, and it used yeah. to be an independent region. Um, they have their own language and everything, so they um, they get together. They make football clubs. They just have they have a Catalan football club too. Originated by the Basque Football Federation, it is not affiliated with FIFA or UEFA, and therefore only allowed to play play friendly matches. Yep. So why this appears on his national team sheet, I'm honestly not sure. Because it's part of Spain. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I don't know about that. Um, uh, so. What happened? Real Madrid being in fourth on the table. I remember when we talked about this podcast, or talked on this podcast two weeks ago, we said, ah, we'll give it two weeks, and Real Madrid will be back, or Barcelona will have climbed, or I mean, Atleti will have dropped, or whatever, you know? It's only been two weeks. Yeah, and, and granted, no need those two weeks yet. were the international break. Yep. It's been two weeks. No need to panic. I Barcelona, mean, don't panic yet. No, Barcelona needs to panic. Barcelona well, has Barcelona problems. can panic because they already know Messi's walking out the door ASAP. Yeah, Messi's soon leaving. Soon as it's legally possible. Yeah. And their their president's a joke. There are people literally outside of Camp Nou, their stadium, protesting the owner of the team. Yep, they suck. Yep. It's but that's funny. why they're in 12. It's a weird, it's a weird year. Bzz. Yeah, but Real Madrid isn't very encouraging in they're their fine. trends, at least. You're, they're 2-2-1 and, two and one in their last you're five. You're still freaking out about how they're third in their Champions League group. Yeah, well, because, I mean, that's like, bad. I know it is, but you still got half the games left. I don't care if they have half the games left. They're third. They're halfway through. They should be at first. I mean, that's this is just what we've come to expect out of Real Madrid, okay? I mean... My bad for putting on harsh expectations, but this team doesn't look like any team we've seen out of Real Madrid this decade. They don't have it on the hot seat. I mean, I think what we've learned is he's not that brilliant of a manager. He just, oh my goodness, he was coaching Ronaldo. Whoa, how many Champions League that guy win? How many without Ronaldo? 
Yeah, that's a good point. Exactly. But I mean, I could win a Champions League with Ronaldo. All you got to do is be like, yeah, get him the ball. Well, he had Ronaldo and he had Gareth Bale and, and he had, Kareem uh, Benzema. Kareem Benzema and Marcelo and Iniesta and, and Isco. No. What? Iniesta did not play for oh, Real Madrid. No, not Iniesta. Sorry, sorry. Neither did Isco. Yeah, Isco is on there. Isco is on Real Madrid. Yeah, he's on there right now still. Oh. He just. Where did Iniesta come from? I was just thinking about people who have played for Real Madrid in the past. He never played for Real Madrid. I'm pretty sure he did at any point in time. Oh, I'm 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 almost certain he did. Yeah, you you look that up, and uh, I'll slowly start to make my way to the league to that what actually he's, matters. What he's really excited about the league that matters. It's not the league that matters. No one cares about La Liga. I care. You know, I'm curious to actually like I, one of these days we got to find a way to find like TV viewership numbers for these leagues like in America. But it's hard because everything's streamed, so I don't really know how they would do that. No, he he did play in Real Madrid. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He played them many times as a member of Barcelona. I told you he never played for Real Madrid. Shush, I, I swear I've seen an Iniesta. Maybe it was just one of those fake jerseys that are just out floating around. That'd be so awkward, though. He's Barca for life. You can't go there. Nah. Well, now he's Vissel Kobe for life. Japan. Kobe. I mean, he's got that Kobe beef. So, now we're moving on to the important stuff. Bundesliga again. Oh, yeah. Not nah, Premier League. So, a couple uh, highlights of the weekend. Man United won a game, which is uh, a rare occasion. First win at home in the Premier League in six matches, which is their longest ever winless drought at home in Premier League history. For which, which is so bad. It's crazy, though, because like, they have the most league titles. They have the greatest manager ever in England. They've got a huge budget. They've just really fallen flat on their face the last handful of years. Do I feel bad? No. No, I don't. It's their fault anyways. It's it's self-implosion. I mean, they yes, their manager was good. Yes, their team was good. You know who was good? Jose Mourinho, and they fired him. Yeah. They deserve this. Yeah, I mean, just going to say, where's jo- where's Mourinho's team right now? That's right. Yeah, that's right. It's the English national team. That's not funny. I yeah. saw a rumor about that, and I about lost my mind. Yeah, because Spencer, I don't know if you noticed this, but Spencer likes Tottenham for whatever reason. But, I mean, without Jose's coaching, good old Bruno Fernandez, I mean, Penandez, um, good old penalty Bruno, he's got the first half of his, penal- of his goals. Yeah, he joined Man United during, yeah. well, during the last season, and mm-hmm. he scored 14 Premier League goals at Man United, which is impressive. I'll give yeah, him that. Very nice. In a short window, half of them are penalties. Seven of 14. And Man United gets the most penalty calls in the Premier League. So literally, so, not nothing promising is happening over there. Yeah. They've got a horrible goalkeeper. They only score when the ref tells them they can score. And It's so bad. It's faltering. It's, it's, faltering. it's interesting, though. Oh, they got a Solskjaer on the hot seat, and everyone's like, ooh, Mauricio Pochettino, like former Tottenham manager, could go manage Man United. Like, yep. sure, you can go, you do that, and then you come play us and get your butt kicked. See how you like Manchester United then. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you just get on with this and, and rip uh, the Band-Aid off? Let's talk. Well, about okay, Tottenham. real quick, Chelsea won two nothing versus Newcastle, uh, Liverpool. I was looking forward to that game today. Was gonna watch it, and then I don't know what happened, but. Uh, you didn't at, look at yeah, well i didn't yeah I, didn't, I don't know how i didn't 
but I'm glad I didn't because uh, three nothing Liverpool. What the heck is that? Come on, Lester. Schmeichel, come on, get your act together, Schmeichel. I don't know what happened there. So, Schmeichel. Liverpool three nil. They're twenty points. Uh, your first place team. Well, okay, we won't go there yet. Man City is in thirteenth, and as I wanted to say previously, it's not Man City. It's Man. Fill in, yeah. that, fill in that blank. Yeah, you can go ahead and put two and two together and figure out that Man City sucks. Uh, Arsenal's in 11th, which is hilarious because they're Tottenham's rival and everyone was like, oh, Mikel Arteta's turning Arsenal around after they won the FA Cup and all that crap. And now they're calling for him to be fired. Yep. Again. Honestly, Arsenal, so weird how that works in soccer. They always call for everybody to be fired. Bro, it's like two games into the year and they're like, we need to get this guy out. Yep. I mean, you never see that in any other sport. It's in crazy. college football, they'll give you like half a decade to get six wins. It's, it's ridiculous. so crazy. And over here in England, they're like, oh my gosh, you haven't won every single one of the games you've played in? And you've been in three of them? You, ridiculously bad. <laughs> I mean, they've got a high level of a high level of play and a high standard over there. They can't say the same about La Liga because the same guy finishes third every year and still has a job. Hey, <laughs> we finish third every year. When's the last time Tottenham finished third? Uh, oh, they finished second like four years ago. Wow. They finished fourth two years ago? Hey, all I'm saying is that we're charging towards that La Liga title. We're just waiting for Villarreal to finally oh, slip cute. up. That's cute. You're charging towards this La Liga title while you're in what pay- place in the table? Second. Uh-huh. And who's in first in the Premier League? Um, Liverpool. Nope. Try again. <laughs> it says Liverpool. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Tottenham is first in the Premier League. But but how many points do they have? They have the same amount of points. They're level on points uh-huh. at 20, but they have the goal differential lead over Liverpool. Uh, so yeah. Tottenham's in first. This is the first time. Doesn't count. What did they say the first time since, like, August of 2014 that they've ended a day in first place? And they're such a powerhouse. Yeah, I mean, they're a perennial European uh, football team. Like a European club Yes, always in Europa League. I get Champions it. League and Europa League. Yes, yes always in Europa League. So they played Man City, which we made fun of already, and Pep Guardiola signed a contract extension on the day of the game and then proceeded to get smacked in the face. By a team that they sh- are... Okay, I'm Supposed not going to... I don't, I don't mean this as a... Ba- I don't mean this in a bad way. Man City is more talented. They are. They have more... Talent. They have more talent and they're deeper than Tottenham, but man, whew, did Jose Didn't Mourinho like work it. wonders in that transfer window, I tell you what. Oh yeah. I'm so impressed. So Spencer has this weird thing where he thinks that Harry Kane's the best player in soccer. Why don't you present your I argument? don't I didn't say he's the best player in soccer, but I said as of right now, he's the leading front runner for the Premier League player of the season. And it's not stupid to say because he has seven goals, which is third in the Premier League, and he has nine assists which is top of the Premier League, almost twice as many as Jack Grealish of Aston Villa. And who has five? Who has five. So, yeah. No, this and is the Tottenham's equivalent. in first. So, my point is, yes, he should win player of the season. I mean, if, we've got a lot of season left. But, like, I'm saying as of right now, he's the front runner. This is the equivalent of LeBron being, well, being second in Depoy and, and winning MVP. I mean, the guy is... Harry Kane is playing. He's tearing it up right now, and it is so weird because all these assists he had uh, eight assists in the last three years. Yeah, which is it's all a new part of his game. And he has nine in uh, eight games. 
Yeah, and it's like it's what? it's ahead. ridiculous. It's like Jose it, Mourinho. I don't it's know. It's so impressive that he's just added this entirely new facet of his game, and it's working so well. And it's key to to Tottenham's to Tottenham's victory because if he was just scoring all those goals, I mean, yeah, the same amount of goals are being scored, but I think it affects the game planning somewhat in knowing like, hey. Harry Kane can score, and that's what his primary job is. And then, oh, wow, he's also getting a bunch of assists. He can stretch the field. I mean, his ball control in the attacking third has been phenomenal. Well, you saw the buildup to the Lo Celso goal. Right, yeah. And he's out here just playing midfield, just delivering perfectly weighted passes right into the path of the players. Yeah. And I'm I like, mean, whoa, what happened? As much as I like to bash on Tottenham, Harry Kane is on another level. And as one of my is. favorite players... Yep, I was gonna say your as is yeah. Son Hyunmin Son has nine goals. I I mean one of my favorite players just because of how how energetic so and fun how happy to watch. Is. That, so that grateful. team is really like fun to watch now. Yeah, which Couldn't is say weird to say about Tottenham, but it's a good time. I'm Strange to say. I mean they've got the Europa League game on Thursday against Ludogorets. They've got a Sunday game against Chelsea, who's right behind them in the table. They're gonna just which would wipe be a good the way floor. To put it with Luda Goretz because it's Luda Goretz. And then they're just going to wipe the floor with Chelsea because they're marching straight to that Premier League title. I mean, I would pump the brakes a little bit considering they were just Royal Antwerp that they lost. Yeah, to. but it's Royal Antwerp and it's the Europa League group stage. No one cares. Yeah, well, this is Luda Literally Goretz a and the Europa game. League group stage. Okay, so they could lose to Luda Goretz and still win the group. It's fine. Yeah, but here's the problem. I'm more focused on that Chelsea game on Sunday. I would be as well, and so is Chelsea. Yeah, so play like your backups. Or you're not as many used players against Ludogorets. Maybe give yes, Deli Alley some minutes because whatever yeah. happened to him? Who's Deli Alley? Yeah, I don't know either. Couldn't I don't think you. anybody knows. Must be lazy. But then Sunday comes, you play Chelsea, you win. 3 0. Calling it now. 3 0. All right. That's okay. You know what? Hold on. Nope, three. nope, <laughs> no. You can't go back on it. I'm not going to let you go back on it. It's 3 0 or nothing. You already said you'd owe me 20 bucks if he, if it was 3 0. I definitely did not say anything I, about owing got, 20 we've bucks. I've got proof of it. I have um, it. I can see it right now in our transcript. That's in all reality, I would say they probably win one nothing. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a one one draw. Disrespect. What are you, Craig Burley over here, ESPN FC? No, I just every think... time he's presented with is Tottenham good? No, not really. I don't think they're quite good enough yet. I think Tottenham's good. I just think Chelsea is also good, and all Chelsea right. has a chip on their shoulder now. And Tottenham still does too, but, I mean, Chelsea's out here getting peed on. I mean, Tottenham's just going to win all four trophies in the year, so <laughs> no yep. biggie. And then they'd have five. <laughs> they would have five total trophies. No. But can you imagine, though? Like, it's not going to happen. That's super rare and also super difficult, and I don't expect them to win all the trophies, nor do I want them to because then that means they're putting way too much effort into games that don't matter as much. Right. But can you imagine? League Cup, FA Cup, Premier League. Europa League. Whew. And Carabao. That's the League Cup. Yeah, but it's fun to say Carabao. Oh, well, okay. But it'd Anyways. be cool. Anyway, speaking, they gotta win at least the one Speaking of trophy. words that end in A. Huh? America. <laughs> oh, I was so confused. Yeah, so... I'm looking so, right at the notes, and I was like, what are you... What? Yeah, I'm like, words that end in A. That's such a clear transition. No, here's why this is important. America is usually bad. No. Yes. No. Yeah, our men's team is usually garbage. Uh, I wouldn't say that's always the case, but it has I, been I the last couple of years. Yes. Usually, I mean, we're mired in a bad spot right now. The last handful of years, but 
look no further than the youngins than the young ones from Europe. I mean, they're not from Europe. They're from They're America. playing in Europe, which is good. Please do not come here. Yeah, no. Your career will be damaged and you will ruin our national team program. But we've had Americans doing all sorts of stuff. Josh Josh Sargent, I do not like. I like the name. I, I like reading the name. I do not like saying the name. Yep. He had an assist against Bayern Munich. We like mentioned, mentioned that previously. Um, Nicholas Giocini drew a penalty in the 85th minute and converted for a 2-1 league in his league. In his game for Cayenne? Yeah, in League Two, second division in France. Mm-hmm. Not not Ligue 1, but that's okay. Uh, they're the same Because league. the dude is like 18, so it's fine. Yeah, not I don't concerned. care. He's still um, playing in a better league than MLS. And then Gio Reyna. I don't, I don't know why Dortmund has all of these young, insane players, but Gio Reyna, how old is he? Is he 17? Gio Reyna just turned 18. Just turned 18. Like three days ago. And he extended a deal through 2025 with Dortmund which by the way we'll never see the end of that deal he'll be poached by Bayern Munich or by somebody else by the end of it hopefully a La Liga probably team. by like the next year Atletico signed Gio Arena. yeah so with the U.S. men um they won they played two friendlies man it's been a minute since we've seen U.S. men's football that's okay sometimes yeah, but yeah this that's time, sometimes a blessing this time it's promising because Greg Berhalter said you know, I'm looking at this roster, and I'm bringing in all the young kids that play in Europe, and literally the entire roster was full of European U.S. players, except Sebastian Legette was our yeah. one MLS player. And also an old man. Yeah. He's, he's like 30, which is old for that team. That's ridiculous. The average age of that team was 21 years old in 300 days, which is younger than both of us. And so what has Bear Halter done with this new roster constructed out of elite players? Top tier players. A nil nil draw against Wales. Yeah. Okay. And a six two win over Panama. I mean, we slap Panama right in the face. Feels kind of nice, but like so at the same nice. time, it's a Concacaf team that's not that good. Who but cares? I, like as I say, they're not that good, and we almost always beat Panama. Panama made the World Cup over us last time, so. Right. Right. So in the yeah. Panama game, I don't want to talk about the Wales game because it was a nil nil draw. It's a nil nil. It, it wasn't like there was nothing that happened a lot of people just assume zero zero means oh nothing happened i'm one of those people yeah that's not exactly how it worked but i mean it is almost as if they did not play. they did dominate possession they had a few chances but they they eh. they might have drawn nil nil but they were the better team for sure yeah they, they did play better they did play better and it looked like whatever they did helps what i hope they learned something from the game I hope they they took away some valuable life experience about how to never draw with whales again. Getting the young players' experience is what's really important. Right, we're just getting like before you know it. Before you know it, it's going to be twenty twenty two, the big year, and it's going to be the World Cup and And the Olympics. What's twenty twenty one? I mean, is it? (laughs) I don't know. You you want to say that with confidence? You can't just keep pushing everything back a year. I mean, because then and then you're going to have an Olympic year and then another Olympic year in the next year. Well, they could just keep excluding America out of it since we're struggling with this. No. Usually usually we wouldn't be there anyways, but, you, you know. You can't take America out of the Olympics, at least our women's team. Our men's team doesn't qualify most of the time. Don't take right. our women's team. That's messed up. Nope. So, back to the Panama game real quick. Uh, Nick Giocini had the brace. Sebastian Soto had the brace. And then Gio Reyna and, oh, okay, say the, say the name. Let me see. Hold on. Where did le, you put it? Like le, le, le jet. Le, 
Sebastian Leggett. Leggett. Golly, that name. I hate that name because in Catalan, it looks, that word would it be looks, pronounced a certain way, and it's not pronounced. Yeah, that it has way. like the two L's at the at the beginning, right? Leggett. So it looks like a yeah. Anyways, and we had Zach Steffens in goal. And I ask you, Spencer, was this a statement victory? No. Are you sure? Um, I mean, they they steamrolled a bad team. Uh, that sounds like a statement to me. I mean, do it against uh, Brazil. Well, heck, do it against Panama, but do it in the Nations League. Yes, instead of friendly. Who knows how the Nations League. Or do it against though. Canada in the Nations League, or do it in a World Cup qualifier against yeah. Costa Rica. I'm just happy it know. happened. It's a good win, and it's a stepping stone, but we've only seen like three games the whole year because of what's going on in the world. Speaking of stepping stones, you know who needs no more of those? No. The U.S. women's team. Oh. <laughs> They've already reached the peak. Yep. A couple quick club notes. Um, Sam U.S. and Rose Lavelle. I know you love both of them. Mostly Rose. I love Rose. Rose is awesome. She. They both play for Manchester City in England now, which is unfortunate that they left NWSL, but it also makes sense because the NWSL is like basically not playing. They yep. won the FA Women's Cup. So... Congrats to them for winning a trophy. And then Way Emily, to go. Emily Sonnet, a defender for the U.S. women, won the Swedish League. And also, the best news of all was made about, well, let's see, it was it was 15 days ago to be exact. Alex Morgan made her Tottenham debut. Yeah. How did it go? Not bad. Are you sure? Are you sure? She only played bad? 20 minutes. Nah, that sounds awful. Even... I mean, she she admitted she was, like, out of shape and not game-ready, but, dude, she hasn't played in, like, how long did they say she hadn't played in? Uh, it was, like, at least 10 it was, months, It was right? since the 2019 World Cup final. Yeah. So, so it had been, hmm, let's see here. Well, March counts as five years, so I don't know. I know. March was the longest March month of our lives. March is the longest moment. It's still March. Yeah, I'm trying to think. So if the last game she would have played would have been the World Cup final against the Netherlands. That was in July. That was a minute and a half ago. So that was 17 months ago. I was in Spain. So she hasn't played in almost a year and a half due to injury and pregnancy. So now I'm it's just, just good to pain. see her back on the field. No, it was. It Makes was. me happy. I already bought her jerseys, all four of them. Oh, my goodness. All four? Yeah, Tottenham has four different jerseys. So you that buy all the... excessive. No, it's not. No, no, that's excessive. You support your favorite players, bro. Yeah, but at least are these bootleg jerseys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude, I don't have the money to buy one hundred twenty-five dollars a piece. Yeah, I thought you just dropped five five hundred dollars on a uh, on a set of jerseys. I mean, for the same player for the same. I mean, you team. shouldn't put it past me. I would do it. I know you would. That's just, <laughs> which is why I, I didn't think. I mean, this man's like, oh, I spent thirty dollars at a grocery store. Ugh, cringe. I'm hurt. Uh, ooh, a $250 action figure that I'll get next year. I did do I'll that. I'll take it. It's on a credit card, though, and it's in uh, installments. So. Yeah, credit cards aren't real money. It's yeah, true. That's right. So I, I heard that once but from man, the internet. How, how excited was I, though, like when Alex Morgan signed with Tottenham? Because I'm a Tottenham fan for the men. Oh, he was freaking out. Yeah, dude. It was, it was like best. it was his birthday, Christmas, Hanukkah, and Kwanzaa. the 4th of July. And Kwanzaa. And whatever else. And you Flag to Day. In. It was so awesome. I mean, the I've seen him this excited twice. Once. Oh man, you saw me real excited the other day. Yep. Once for when Sam Merrill was drafted. Holla Utah State, let's go. And the other time was when the women won the World Cup again. Uh, yeah. 
It's a good time. What a day. So, speaking of U.S. women and that information, Abby Dahlkemper, they're finally playing a game. Yep, the game is set for November 27th against the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Rematch, Rematch. of the final. And, First uh, game in 261 days. Yeah, 261 days too long, I might add. Holy cow. I mean, 260. you got to give them a day break. They have not played since March in the She Believes Cup. That was one of the last sporting uh, events that finished in the United States before the COVID shut right. everything down. Right. So um, I've pretty much been crying for 260 straight days waiting for a game to happen. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait to see um, if there's going to be any. I'm sure there's going to be a little bit of you know, growth to be had. Yeah. Um, but I want to see. I want to keep my eye on particularly Lynn Williams. Oh, you like Lynn Williams. Yeah, she's I mean, energetic. I like Williams, she's fun but... to she's fun to watch, and she improved a lot over this last NWSL t- season. She she's a... so she's always been one of the top NWSL players, right? But she so she's been in and out of the national team camps, right? And I want to see her do good in the international team because I know she can. Yep. But I mean, maybe if she was signed to some fancy European club, this would be different instead of playing in North Carolina. But wow, the best team in the NWSL. Yeah, but not multiple time league champion. But the NWSL is not the golden standard for women's soccer, might I add. Um, It probably is. Is We probably have the best, most well balanced competitive league in the world for women. England is coming. Uh, England's storming ahead. France France is set. France is good, but there's only two good teams. Spain has some. Spain's. The Atletico women, might I add, are generally better than the Atletico men. I wouldn't know. I they don't have watch a, Spanish women's have, soccer. I'll be real. Kidding? I didn't watch English women's soccer until about a week ago. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> what that's unrelated to. Yep. Anyways. So this will be Alex Morgan's first game in a long time, and I'm excited. If you and take anything away from this, take away the fact that Spencer will do anything for Alex Morgan. That's right. And she has a cute little girl. So adorable. Yep. Yep. That's um, creepy. Looking at the... What? Nothing. I didn't say anything. <laughs> that's not creepy. She's just I didn't got say a cute it was, little girl. I, 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 I didn't say it. I got nothing. Um, no but defense. the um, what's it called? The now roster founded. The roster for the <laughs> for the games were released, and we have a couple of players who still don't have any caps. So I'm wondering if maybe we'll get Aubrey Bledsoe, the Washington Spirit goalkeeper, a cap. Who else doesn't have a cap? Sophia here? Smith, the Portland Thorns forward, doesn't mm-hmm. have a cap. So we have a couple. Lindsay Horan is on this list. Um, she actually tested positive for COVID, so she will not be in camp. Can't remember who they replaced her with. That's my bad. Um, it wasn't Elena Cook, was it? No. Okay. She's only played once for the United States. Okay, so this roster is 23 players, I believe, and they, but Vlatko names an 18-player game day roster. Right, right, um, as so, is usual. So five of these Five of these ladies are gonna not be on the game day roster, which is which is fine. Which is fine. Uh, all I need to see is Alex Morgan plays. I'm still interested in the idea of an A team and a B team. We US women's soccer. We'd win. I want to see our B team player A team in the final, just so we can avoid any sort of European conflict, and the game can be scheduled at like 7 p.m. America time. Allie Krieger said that in the last World Cup. She's like, our backups are better than any other team in the world. Oh, their practices must be intense in their actual games. Intense. So I'm hoping Alex Morgan plays because I'm a homer. I yep. love Alex Morgan. And 
And for America. Yeah, and um, Ashley Hatch, Washington Spirit forward. Good old Ashley Hatch, BYU. Yep. She's back in camp, and I really hope she gets to play in this game. Like, really hope she gets to play in this game. Yeah, Spencer has... You've seen her play, haven't you? Yeah. I saw her U.S. Women's National Team debut. Wow. At RSL Stadium, Rio Tinto. Against Switzerland. She came on in the the 72nd minute. 7-2, huh? No, she came on in the 72nd minute. That's what I'm saying, 72. Yeah. Oh, the final score. Was, I'm just saying words. The, the final score was four zero. Ah, Switzerland routed us. That was Lynn Williams' first goal that she scored in the, for the oh. United States. Actually, wow. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, the, I mean, I feel like she's still such a young player. I'm like, there's no way she's been playing for multiple years, like on and yeah, off. Yeah, she's been playing she in the NWSL for like seven years. Six I don't years, know. Years? I don't know, man. She's an MVP, a Golden Boot winner. A she's champion. She's awesome. Yeah, but I'm really excited to see Ashley Hatch. Like not a big BYU fan, and we could probably get into that at some point in time on a different podcast about about random sports things. Yep, like how anti BYU both of us are. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. But man, their women's soccer program has produced some good players, and I just yeah, want Ashley Hatch to do really well. Yeah, because it's kind of like a Utah representation deal too. Yeah, it's really same cool. thing. Is Julie Ertz? No, 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 no. Who's who's JJ Watt's wife? Kilia Ohai. Uh-huh. Well, now it's Kilia Watt, but yes. Yes. She was born in Draper. Yep. They have a house. They have but a house out here. She's not She did not. She's make only it. played like what, three games for the US women? Yeah. So Is she even on this roster? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. She's probably not gonna get a real chance ever again. Well, hey. So. Either way, it's cool to see Utah girls even be considered please, for stuff like this. Ashley Hatch, please. Anyways. She's so, gonna get that goal, dude. She gotta get that goal. That'd be so sick. Get her first international goal and then buy the jersey. Well, actually, I already did that. Oh my goodness. Spencer struggles. I have a jersey problem, which he's makes got, no he's sense. got a he's got a very interesting memorabilia problem. Anything that has any sentimental value about sports teams whatsoever, he's like, Oh, I'll buy that in a heartbeat. And then he's like, Food? Meh. I know, I go to you Walmart. You spend so much money on food, Tyson. Meh. I go to Walmart and it's like you spend sixty bucks and you have like three things in your bag. Like okay, I feel like that, I got gypped. That that's on you. That's on you. Because usually your sixty bucks gets you like three jerseys and and a signed napkin from the last time Alex Morgan went to a McDonald's. No, I've tried to get an Alex Morgan autograph before, but those are pretty pricey. Oh, I can I can imagine it would be yeah. easier. It would probably literally be easier just to get one in person. Yeah, it's on the bucket list. But anyways, this is drug on long enough. Just random talk about random women on the U.S. soccer team. Hey, but we love we love we the love US it. women. It's so much fun. It's they make so me awesome so to proud to be an American. I mean, they beat Spain when I was in Spain, and that put Spain in pain. If you know what I'm saying. Did it though? It's not like they thought they were going to win, right? No. Um, in all reality, they some of them were kind of some of them were kind of peeved because generally soccer over there is taken more seriously. Well, yeah, than but it it's is the, the women's States. game. We take the women's game more seriously than they do. I think we're just better. I, I think they take it just as seriously as we do. Trust me on this. I mean, you take it seriously. You take it to a different level of serious as an individual. I do. You have four of the same players' jerseys. You mean Alex Morgan? Yes. Well, no, now I have 15 of those. Holy. <laughs> I meant like four for the same team. Oh, 15 as a total. 15 as a total yeah, yeah. is a bad number. Anyways. 15 as a total, and I still need to get the two U.S. women's ones for this year. So no, bring it up he to does 17. not. 
Well, anyway. our funding is about to run out for this podcast, <laughs> I guess. We're going mean, to have to do good, this outside. Good thing we're using free software because, uh, yep. Shout out to Voice Meter. Yep. Anyways, main takeaways. Athleti's good. Tottenham's good. U.S. men's team and women's team on the up and up. Well, the women's can't get any more up. Yep. Let's just hope the calendar turns to 2021 real quick. We get out of the stupid pandemic. We I hope, go back yeah. to our normal lives so we can watch U.S. women on a regular basis and the U.S. men on a regular basis and have the Olympics like we were supposed to have. I just want life to get back to normal. Yeah, and I mean, here's hoping anybody that's listening at this point, I hope you're doing well. I, I really do. Um, if you need anything, reach out to us because – we, if you listen to this whole podcast all the way to this point, I mean, I'd give you my kidney. Well, one time you said you'd give people money, and then I actually had people nope. coming back saying, hey, you owe me that money. I don't remember that. <laughs> Let's see it in writing. So I think technically we owe a couple people who came back I to think us it's and five said, bucks. Venmo me money. Yeah. So, yep. I need a loan. Anyways, get to that. I'm Tyson. I'm Spencer, and this is Red Card. Talk to you later.